Let's say you or somebody you know is a little bit older and you have saved up some money and you want to consider using hyperbaric oxygen therapy um, before you make an appointment and talk to your doctor. Here's a little bit of thoughts as to what might, um, whether or not you might be a good candidate for it, along with just a little bit of background again as to sort of how it works and why. It might be of use. So it is projected by people who study this subject of population that in the United States, people who are 65 and older by 2050 will be increasing from 40 million to about 90 million. And one of the known complications of things age, they start to decay, they start to have more problems. Um, just in the same way our human body has the same <clears throat> thing happen to it. Um, blood just doesn't flow quite as well. Uh, it gets stickier, clogged, you know, waste products of digestion and all the other chemical reactions that are just a routine part of breathing tend to accumulate and we get diseases like dementia, and whatnot. So the brain needs about 20% of the oxygen, um, and then the rest of the body uses the remaining 80%. Um, just like there are processes um, involving electron transport chain um, and respiration um, that create waste products throughout the body, below the brain, outside of the brain, they happen in the brain too. So the neurons and glial cells, their job is to be like sending the messages from our, like our eyes and our nose and our um, other senses, and they have to be synthesized and um, utilized and properly processed. And that creates waste products. Like these are chemical reactions that are occurring. And so, in order for the blood to be flowing and oxygen to be working, um, these waste products have to get flushed out. And obviously, one can try to sleep as much, but. There are some people who suffer from insomnia, um, and so 
knowing that there is another option out there, which would be uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Because, at least as of right now, I have not been able to find some study that talks about the effect of coffee enemas. Anyway, so... Hyperbaric oxygen therapy has actually been around since the 1600s. There was a book, um, Aerotiloy, um, it was written around the 1660s, like 1662, 1664. Um, if you try to go online and search for it, there are listings of versions printed in like the next 1677. Um, and more than 100 years later, um, it was kind of used a little bit more for decompression, sickness. Um, people would tend to use two or three atmospheres of pressure, and they would sometimes, you know, stay in that for about two hours. And that was shown to help, um, obviously, the divers, but it was also used um, in later times to help with recovery from, you know, like a stroke or um, an injury. The specific mechanism was improved endothelial functioning, um, new creation of new uh, blood vessels, that's called angiogenesis. There was less edema, there was a stronger blood-brain barrier. There's less inflammation, and the reason all of those things are good, along with the increased oxygenation, obviously because you're in a hyperbaric oxygen environment, uh, as we get older, our blood-brain barrier tends to be more permeable, we tend to have more inflammation, our endothelial um, just doesn't work as well. The mitochondria, there's fewer mitochondria, there's less mitochondria, there's more oxidative stress, there's less NERF2, um, there's less NAD, and that's why this is an important therapy. Um, in addition to being used and well studied in humans, it's also been studied in mice, rats, rabbits, dogs, Pigs and cats. Um, and there, there's a couple human studies, and I'll just kind of briefly talk about them. Um, one involved 13 men who were about 68 years old, and they had hyperbaric oxygen therapy for about one or two hours, and they tended to feel, have better health afterwards. There was one involving about 20 people with Alzheimer's, and they seemed to um, be healthier as well. There was another where people um, with Alzheimer's who were given Dinepazil were split in two groups. One also got the hyperbaric oxygen therapy in addition to the Dinepazil, and they improved on the mini mental status exam, and there's a Hasegawan um, dementia score, and 
did better on that as well. Um, now, by contrast, uh, traumatic brain injury does not seem to be a benefit. Um, sorry, if a person is suffering traumatic brain injury, um, the DOD did some experiments. Um, most of them, they didn't really find too much benefit. One small objection I had to one study was it put people either in a 1.3 atmosphere and compared it to a people in like 2.4 atmospheres when the normal atmosphere is one. And I kind of felt like that's, you have a slight improvement, you're going to have slightly more oxygenation. Um, the fact that no benefit occurred demonstrates to me that, um, even though it doesn't really fully make sense, apparently traumatic brain injury, you know, um, whether you're using 1.3 or 2.4, there's no difference. Uh, I think, I really do think part of it is because you're getting some benefit and it just wasn't of much value. Um, but uh, I've just, one other thing to kind of be aware of, um, as with any therapies, there's, even though um, the information I was reading about said that no one's died from this, um, it's possible to get vertigo or tinnitus, um, possible to get otitis media. Um, there is a sort of like a theoretical risk. Um, oxygen is a flammable gas. Um, if the staff are not necessarily very smart, it's always possible that you know, a fire might somehow go out. Um, it's very important that one tries to have your high blood pressure uh, well controlled or well managed, um, particularly if you are going to be using it three or four atmospheres. Um, normally they don't, like three is kind of like the max, but um, it was noticed that there's a possibility of having more free radical damage when you're going up on higher pressures. Um, also, um, if a ventricle is not um, properly working, um, there's additional damage to the body that can happen. Uh, so it's not necessarily for everybody, but it's definitely something that you might want to consider um, for one of your relatives, depending on how ill or healthy.